It is warmish in it Minnesota. I realized I can't hear as well because I also have my hat. Ah, there you go. Ears. That also adds to it. It's it's mild um, here in Minnesota. Yeah, actually. it is warmish, and so uh, and I got a new propane heater. Ran it for a little bit, but it's a, uh, it's a beast. It's a garage party. Yeah, I'm realizing this isn't smoke. This is my voice. Yep. I mean, this is my breath. My breath. Right. My voice. I can hear my yeah. see my voice. It's not cigar smoke. So we've just, we've just warmed, warmed ourselves up. It doesn't already. feel that cold to have us breathing and seeing our breath, does it? It doesn't feel cold enough for that to be the case, yeah, is that yeah, what you're yeah. saying? No, That's I agree I mean. with you. I agree with you. That's what I mean. Dave, what's new with you, buddy? Um, let's see. How's I have, life? I have something to celebrate. Do you? Today was the boys' last day of in-school or in-house schooling. Hey, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. This is me clapping. This is me clapping. That's so great. tomorrow and Friday, the teachers have workshops sure. to get ready to go back. Monday is MLK, and Tuesday they go back full time. Hit the ground running. And this guy could not be more excited. Because if I you look excited, if I have to yell again for them to stop playing the good piano, <laughs> and the piano is right over where the office is, where Dad's trying to work, huh? And then all the times they're running and fighting. Yeah. I just I just have to worry about these next three days that they're going to be get home while I'm working. Sure. And it's going to be smooth sailing. That's awesome. I am also going to be heading back to school. You don't say. Uh, officially, fourth and fifth graders head back at the end of February. February 22nd. Okay. Um, my, my district, there's still some things to figure out. <laughs> so there's a light at the end of the tunnel for you. But there's some things to figure out, yes. And... Um, you know, kids will still have the option of being at home, so there's some placement stuff. But, yeah. but uh, basically... I'll be in person. Awesome. The only thing that's a bummer is that's in person, but the kids are at desks three feet apart. They basically can't go near each other. Yeah. They can't work together. Yeah. I can't have them pair share. You know, that's a nice teacher term. Um, it's going to be pretty lame, but hey, at least we'll be there. At least we'll be there. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So I'm going to be getting a lot less housework done moving forward here. Yeah, that's true. And I'm actually going to get a lot more done because they... They have a, a this little... I think this died and I'm seeing my breath. <laughs> uh -oh. They've got this habit of coming downstairs and like sneaking down. While and, you're trying to work? And peeking around the corner. Oh, like, hey dad, how's it going? And they'll come down at like 4.45 and I'm done at 5. Oh, come on, guys. Like they can't tell time. Boys. They're seven. They know what they're doing. They sure do. Every single time. And one time... Henry was sneaking so good, and he was so cautious of what he was doing, he missed a step and he fell down halfway down the oh, stairs. Oh, that's fun. While you're trying to work. While I was on the phone. Oh, boy. With a client. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I said, I'm, I'm sorry, can I have you hold for one second? Put him on hold. He's just losing his mind. Scraped his arm. Oh. Yeah. The joys of working from home. 
Yeah. Um, half the time I'm here, Kona just lays there like a bump on a log. Like, doesn't even get out of her kennel for hours. Like, just so lazy. Doesn't make a peep unless the mailman comes by. Today was one of those days where she barked at literally every sound she heard. That wind blew and she's barking. Yeah. Um, she thinks there's a package. There's no package, you know. And that's the other thing, out. too, is when the Got boys the are outside with their friends, we have two dogs. Sure. And Bosley, the oldest one, is very protective of his brothers. He's the oldest. Yeah. He was there first. So anytime they're on the neighbor's yard across the street, they have a hill. He's barking all the time. Yeah. So I have to set up gates so they stay in the kitchen and the, the TV room. And that's fine. Dogs, you want dogs to be protective. Right. Not complaining about that, but barking and nothing. Yeah, today I had a meeting for a half an hour at a post-observation meeting because we're getting observed teaching on Google Meet. Which How'd that, that go, by the way? Uh, it was fine. I did what I did, and you know my the person observing me sends me the transcript, you know, and they type out every word I say during this lesson that I really? did. Really? And she goes, oh, look over the transcript, whatever. I meet with her today. I said, yeah, spoiler alert, I did not look at the transcript. <laughs> I know what I said. You can yeah. let me know what you think. Yeah. Like, come on. And, and they're all unscored while we're, while we're in distance learning. So there's that. It's not like I have anything going to my permanent record. So it was fun. But yeah, Kona decided she was going to freak out and bark and be all up in my business. Yeah. Right when I had yeah. my meeting. Luckily, the woman observing me thinks that she's cute so there's that there you go um so before we talk any nfl football can we just get something out of the way the elephant in the room the elephant in the room go for it my condolences first and foremost so my brother and dad and i went into the clemson game saying we're gonna lose we're gonna get killed yeah right but man, it would be nice to be Clemson after what happened last year and Debo Sweeney saying that we were 11th. the 11th best team. Yeah, 11th I already got team. us all t-shirts that say not bad for the best for the 11th best team <laughs> in the country. Um, the look on his face is pretty priceless. So then going into the Alabama game this past Monday, we were telling ourselves the same thing. You know, my dad shows up at the door to watch the game and and I, he goes, oh, we're going to get killed. I said, yeah, I know we're going to okay, get so killed. Okay, so you get your hopes up. That's good. Yeah, and we told ourselves we're going to get killed. The what the problem is that I would have been fine with any level of losing that wasn't getting completely massacred, dismantled. And I think what annoys me the most is that well, many things annoy me. Let's be honest. <laughs> Trey Sermon's been on a tear. He gets hurt first play of the game. Right. That's a bummer. He's off at the hospital. And Master Teague, I've said all along, like he was fine. Yeah. But he's not Trey Sermon. But I think what annoyed me the most, Devontae Smith is one of the most impressive wide receivers I've seen He's on the field in, in quite a while, yeah. right? He won the Heisman he Trophy. Did. Well deserved. So what I don't get is why is the Heisman Trophy winning wide receiver just running free? Running free. Running free. Yeah. No one was within 10 yards of him. They weren't. They weren't pressing him. They weren't even spying him at all. He's just running free. I don't get it. He's coming out of the backfield and catching the ball, and nobody's within 10 yards of him. Over and over and over again. First half, 12 for 200 plus and three touchdowns? Yeah. And Sean Wade is an absolute embarrassment. <laughs> that guy is talked about like he's going to be a first-round NFL cornerback, yeah. right? And he came back specifically to play in these big games He's terrible. Yeah. He's terrible. And you would terrible. Have, you would have thought that they would have a, a game plan 
to match up against the best wide receiver in all of the land, but they didn't. And, okay, I'm going to keep going on things that annoy Go for me. It. Yeah, uh, Mac Jones is not good. Yeah. Mac Jones is not good. Mac Jones is not good. You know who's good? Devontae Smith is good. Najee Harris is good. Mac Jones is not good. Oh, Najee Harris. The second yeah. you got in there and pressured him, he's, Bleh! you know, he fumbled the ball once, which apparently he didn't do all season, but we got pressure on him. There are a few times where he threw the ball away because we got within, like, a, you know, within a step of him. All he's doing is getting these incredible playmakers the ball. Yeah. Get in his face. Knock his block off. You're making him look like the Heisman Trophy winner. And the only reason he was in the Heisman race is because of Devontae Smith. Right. And I'm sorry, I don't understand. Well, let me rephrase. I didn't understand. I have a hard time with a wide receiver winning something like the Heisman or even winning something like Super Bowl MVP because didn't the quarterback have to get them that ball? True. So if they have big stats, inevitably the quarterback has big stats. So it's almost like if the quarterback only throws to one guy, they're likely to get it. And if they spread the ball around, it goes to score. Right. So I was just kept saying, well, Mac Jones is only in the Heisman running because of Devontae Smith. Turns out I was right. But my original thought was, why wouldn't the quarterback get it? He's the one giving him the ball. Well, no, he doesn't. He wouldn't have deserved it. No. But it was just very, very frustrating. I went to bed after the third quarter. I was yeah. like, I've, I've seen enough of this. This is horrible. And then we ha- if we hadn't gotten in such a hole by letting him do whatever he wanted, he got injured. I don't, I'm not sure he even came back in the game. He got knocked out beginning of the second half. Yeah. And I don't know if he came back. He didn't need to. He'd already done the damage. They didn't need him. So, yeah, they doubled us up, and it was really frustrating. And, yeah. you know, and I, I probably jinx it in my mind because all I can think about is, ooh, Frame Sports Illustrated cover. Ooh, uh, t- t- t-shirt to, <laughs> cover uh, t- you know, national championship t-shirt to wear. Ooh, a pennant to hang in the garage. Yeah. You know, those are the things I think about. And, I, you know, I know I jinx it. But at least I got that anti-Clemson t-shirt out of it. Yeah. I mean, now you have the Vikings mentality for fans. There's always next year. And we're going to, yeah, and we're going to talk about the games, but the day before the Browns did what they did and I'm texting with Claire's future brother-in-law, who is also from Ohio and is an Ohio State fan, just coincidentally, Claire's sister um, is marrying a guy from Ohio and obviously I'm a guy from Ohio. Obviously. So when we were at the wedding on Saturday for Claire's other brother... Um, How many brothers does she have? Well, she has six siblings. Holy cow. But her parents are each one of 13. Or one of 14, 13 siblings. I can't remember. I think yeah, anything over nine is a lot, so... When I went to yeah. the when I went to the first family reunion, I couldn't... She's like, okay, that's... I think that's so-and-so. I think that's my cousin. Did they wear like, name tags? I'm like, do you think that's your cousin? Because I don't have any first cousins. You need name zero, tags at those. So my family's as small as possible, but... Oh. So anyway, I was talking with him, and, and, uh, and then texting with him during the brown like the browns game because he had said he was giving up on football for a couple of years and then i then he and then he changed his mind after the clemson game and i texted him i said if you're not watching the browns you better turn it on he goes oh i'm watching oh yeah um but i would have rather had it be the buckeyes and had the browns get trounced and now the browns get to play the chiefs <laughs> and now they're gonna get trounced hilarious oh boy we are laughing so um anyway it was uh it was it was hard. It was yeah. hard to watch, but there's always next year. See, that's how <laughs> that's how we feel with the Vikings. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Except you guys never win. That's true. We haven't won since 2015. It's been torture. It's a horrible drought you guys have. 
Well, the the Browns haven't won since two thousand two, so or been in the playoffs. They haven't since been in the playoffs since two thousand two. Yeah. They haven't won a playoff game since ninety five. Okay. I told my students that, and they thought that was hilarious because they were born in 2010. They weren't even thought of. <laughs> Their parents probably weren't even together. Their parents five. weren't even together the last no. time the Browns won a playoff game. All right, so tonight we're going to go through the playoff games. We is. This was a Super Wild Card weekend. Yeah. Um, somebody said, why is it Super Wild Card? I said, well, there's more games in the Wild Card than there normally yeah. are, so and it's become Super Wild Card. a seventh team added. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's um, really smart of them, too, to do that. Yes. I like it. I'm, I enjoyed it. I dig it. Um, I won 10 bucks on FanDuel on Sunday. Atta boy. Um, I would have liked 10,000, but I'll take 10 bucks. How close were you to 10,000? <laughs> I don't know, four points. There's not a lot, there's not a lot of spread, you know? Yeah. I mean, everything's pretty tight, so, yeah. um... And then, uh, okay, and then we did our playoff. We got to start planning better. We got to be able, we got to do our playoff assessment of the playoff draft before the first playoff game so we well, can predict what's going to happen. Yeah. It just never works out that never way. It's always way. last minute, yeah. you know? So we're going to go through the results of our playoff only league draft. We that, actually had eight that, teams. That draft did fly by, though. That was awesome. It did fly by. The, the slow draft idea that Kurt had was genius. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Great job, Kurt. Um, yeah, Kurt. Uh, so so Hi, that was Kurt. pretty great. Um Actually, maybe when you maybe when you step away for me to say what the the word mystery word of mystery phrase yeah whatever words when when you step away to for me to announce the mystery phrase you need to text Kurt and ask him to send you a screenshot. (laughs) He made a team with the undrafted players from the playoff draft. To see if it outscores Justine's team. So he's like a vampire. <laughs> he's got a vampire he's team. He's got a vampire team just to see if it outscores. And he had already showed me his. The games were already going on. I had the same idea, but I was too late on the uptake. Oh, my god! So gosh. he has one. And it, I looked at it. It's like, okay, that's pretty much who I would have picked. So yeah. if you text him and just ask him to screenshot it, we can talk about it. Okay. That's tell, him we'll, tell him we'll give him full credit. Um so, and then we're going to talk about, I, I had some trade, recent trade yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I traded Todd Gurley. We can talk about his value. Ugh. Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Right. Yeah, I just figured I'd bail and it was what it was. Um, and then there was something else. Well, I had oh. mentioned the rookies, incoming rookies, but we can leave that for later on when we have a better idea where they may land. Yeah, I mean, it would be a really early take, but we maybe yeah. we can just... Off the top of our head, what rookies are we excited about? Yep. Potential landing spots. What would you, in a perfect world, where would you like for them and to go? And you are and... really excited about Mac Jones. Oh, please. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Not not going to be. I have him yeah. in one Debbie League. I think I have him in one, too. Yeah. So I'll be, I'll be seeing uh, what his trade value is very soon because I don't want him. I don't want him. Well, it's all about situation, too, if he goes to a team... You never know. All right, why don't you uh, why don't you step out of here? Oh, yeah. And I will share the mystery phrase. And I'm gonna bring my flask with me. I brought a. Uh, yes, flask. bring your flask. Hey, text Kurt though and ask him for a screenshot. Oh ask for hands. a screenshot of the waiver. Well, maybe just leave your drink. It'll be five seconds. Oh, fine. Um. So text Kurt. Just ask him for a screenshot of his okay. playoff team that he made to see if it's gonna score better than Justine's. Right. It may have already gotten a lead on her. We'll see. All right. It looks like Dave has stepped out. All right, everyone. 
Thank you for staying with me. Um, this week's mystery phrase is going to be referring to a player's mother or that a player is so-and-so's son. So, for example, if he says uh, Jalen Hurts' mom in reference to who drafted him early, or if he says Mrs. Disley's son referring to I just forgot Disley's first name. You know who I mean. Anyway, referring to mother or son in reference to a player is the mystery phrase of the week. Will Dave say it? Time will tell. All right, so let's get to it. So I'm going to see if my internet is working and we're going to get started on some games here. Time will tell if it's going to cooperate. Um, This week... Uh, for the wild card rounds, we had some very exciting games. So like I said, I was in... Dave, whenever you're ready, you can come on back. Um, like I said, I was in Painesville for Claire's brother's wedding. And so at the end of the wedding, Kurt and I were checking the scores to see what was going on in the Buffalo Indianapolis game. Um, so admittedly, I did not watch the games on Saturday, at least the first two games on Saturday, a um, little bit of the Rams and, and Seahawks in the car, and then uh, Tampa Bay, Washington, I watched a little bit on my iPad when I got home. So we can we can start going through these a little bit. Um, and I'll probably, I'll probably do the same thing we did for week 17, referencing what it could mean for next year and kind of what, uh, what it could mean moving forward. Hey, you're hey, safe. I'm safe. All right, so getting into the games, I should we just? I heard you bellowing. So should we just go through the games, uh, maybe comment on things that could, what it could mean for next year, kind of like week seventeen, but also what we're seeing for this team moving forward in the playoffs. Yeah, and, the, and then we'll go through the playoff draft. The wife's got my laptop, so I'll be on my cell phone doing this. What a jerk! Well, that's tricky. She's a jerk. Tricky, tricky, tricky. All right, so Buffalo beat uh, Indianapolis twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, and it was a close one. Um, after the wedding, Kurt and I did watch the last minute, minute and a half um, on one of our phones so we could kind of see what was going on. Um, I thought it was encouraging that Pittman had a nice uh, nice game, five for 90. I mean, you know, he's one of these rookie receivers this year that people are really hoping is going gonna, is gonna to take off. Um, and then, you know, Rivers, it could be his last game ever question mark yeah i mean if he doesn't come back he says he'll be on the sideline wearing a cap coaching really yep he's already got that plan huh yeah well he's got to support those 50 kids yeah he does oh it's oh got it it just takes a little bit just takes a little bit of time just like a little bit of love yep Oh, that little guy? I wouldn't worry about that little guy. Oh, super troopers. All right, so then on uh, so then on the Bills side... And you did say the Bills won, right? I did say that the Bills won, yes. It was their first playoff win in like 25 years. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the changing of the guard in the AFC East. My man! Um, yeah, so Josh Allen looked, uh, looked good. He did his usual thing. Couple touchdowns, one on the ground. Uh, Diggs looked beastly. I mean, he is huge. And then, hey, Gabriel Davis, four yep. for eighty-five. So glad I picked him up. A few yeah, places. that guy is. Um, he's he shows a lot of potential. Yeah. So uh, pretty exciting moving forward. And and I don't know about you, but 
the Bills are the Bills are an exciting team. We want to we want to see them moving forward. So I was glad that it wasn't the Colts. The Colts just aren't super interesting. And what's them. nice is the Bills are a young team too. They're a team on the rise, which is awesome. And with a hungry defense. Oh, I love their defense. Too. Uh, secondary could use a piece. I would assume they would as- would address it in the draft, but. Yeah, pretty exciting. Oh, and then Zach Moss, I believe he is out now for the rest of the playoffs. Is that so? So it's going to be the Singletary show. Okay. And I remember seeing that they – God, in his picture it looked like Devonta Freeman. I don't know. They picked up somebody just as insurance that Ooh. wasn't on a team. And I don't remember exactly who it was. Maybe you could check. So um, that's all I got for this game. You got anything else for this one? I mean, you pretty much captured everything. Thank you. The, the big thing is if Rivers is going to be back. Uh, if he's not, who's our quarterback? You know, do they stay with Brissett, their third down goal line champion? Do they go with Eason? Do I think they, they bring do. in a free agent? Do they draft somebody? I mean, they've got to figure what figure out what he's going to do before they... And they're not going to have a high enough draft pick, at least where they're at now, to get a really high pedigree guy. I right. mean, you would think... I have a feeling they'd want to... Well, I don't know. It's kind of weird this... Well, no, they were a winning team. I was going to say, you'd think they'd want to see what Eason... Wow, that was actually that was pretty skillful. You like that? That was pretty good. Um, you'll you'd think they'd want to see what they have in Eason because he hasn't right. really gotten much of a chance yet. And but... he was what fourth? Yeah, somewhere in there, fourth round, fifth round pick. I don't know, but there was talk that he had some potentials. So you never know. A late round guy can hit. He but... is on some taxi squads of mine. So... Me too. Uh, well, if like there's a preseason next year, they'd have a chance to get a little bit of a look at him. So. Yeah. And then also, and by then they'll have another guy. I'm assuming added with the Colts. You know they've got a, a gluttony of running backs. Where the heck does Marlon Mack fit in with everything? You know you got to think. Any second fiddle? Would Taylor have the season he had if there was a healthy Mack? Well, yeah, because they wanted him to be the bell. Guy. Would Hines have the season he did if there was a healthy Mack? Uh, Hines maybe not. Yeah, Mack would have split the Heinz role and at Taylor would have still had his same trajectory. And one, one reason I asked that is I have Mac technically still on my Westeros team. Mm. I mean, is it worth dropping somebody for him? You haven't cleared your IR yet? No, I haven't. Come on, slacker. I'm That's it. You're it. penalized. Mahomes is off your team. Uh, okay, he <laughs> enters. He now enters the rookie draft. So whoever has 1-1, one, one, I guess, is going to have a chance at Patrick Mahomes now because the penalty... Is clearly needs to be enforced on you. So, so you who, would rather who has you would rather use that penalty than try to trade for him. Shame on you. If I could get Mahomes for nothing, because you know you're not getting him from me. Uh, for the record, I did offer Trevor Lawrence. I'm assuming you take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I offered Trevor Lawrence and Miles Sanders, and I said that's a good start. It's not a bad offer. I it's think good, you'd agree. It's a good start. It's something to build off of. It'd be hard to add much more to that. We could talk more later. It'd be hard to accept much less than that, I, too. I understand. Okay. I understand. We're glad we're on the same page. I don't know if you noticed. I'm trying to get rid of Sanders. Yeah. I wish I could have done it before this year when he yeah, didn't well. look as good, but I couldn't trade because I was the champ. That's true. All right. Um, oh, what, why am I in the music? Oh, that's right. Because I wanted to make sure I had the... I wanted oh. to make sure I had the music ready in case you said the mystery phrase at some point. Okay. Uh, was I close? No. I'm just getting it ready. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm... Danny, set your lineup. No, that's no, not it. That's not damn. it. All right, uh, Rams and Seahawks. Or did we're you? Ram- have- we're ramming it. No, okay. you go because you're, you're. I got the. You're I got it at my fingertips. Yeah. I got my Christmas present of an iPad right in front I'm not, of me. I'm not on the old Wi-Fi here, so. Okay, so I 
am just continually shocked by how pedestrian Russell Wilson looks late in the season. He starts off MVP, like hardcore MVP. Like he was on pace for like 8,000 uh-huh. yards or something. And and then he just he just fizzles. I mean, he couldn't do anything. He had 174 and a couple touchdowns with interception and four for 50 running. It was just weird. Um, you know, you've got Lockett. Lockett is too good to only get four targets yeah. in a game that you're losing. It's just bizarre. And, you know, Metcalf's good. Don't get me wrong. 11 targets for Metcalf. And he had a huge game. Um I've I've heard him talked about in the range of one of those top dynasty assets, like a lot non, of people talking about non superflex quarterback assets. Yep. Um, just based on what he's done so far, I I don't know five for ninety six and two is pretty great, but Russell Wilson just disappointing. And I I personally am shocked that the Rams the Rams won. Uh, the Rams. It was Akers that Word. did all the heavy lifting. I mean, he was pretty unstoppable. But Goff was Goff was bad. Um, and Goff did not start. Wolford started and got hurt, so they brought in Goff. They didn't even want to play Goff. Yeah. So clearly Goff wasn't healthy, but with Akers playing the way he was, it didn't really matter. Exactly. Um, and then Cup had a little resurgence, I guess. But the defense, I mean, Donald had two sacks, Floyd two sacks, Fox one sack. They got after it. And then was there... Yeah, Williams had the defensive touchdown. There was an interception for a touchdown. Yep. Yep. So it was pretty impressive game by them, and I think most people are probably surprised Seattle lost. This is why I don't like investing in Seattle in playoff leagues, but we'll talk about that. And, I mean, I had Seattle pick to go all the way because I still went with the, the stat, and I love this stat, that Seattle, when they won 11 games... And when they won the NFC West, they made the Super Bowl mm-hmm. every time. They yep. did that this year. So I thought I would have history on my side. You didn't. But it's the Rams, it's more surprising the Rams won than the Seahawks lost, yeah. I think. Because the Rams were up and down all season. They were up and down all season, and their quarterback play was really bad. Exactly. Yeah. So for them, and I didn't watch any of this game. I just saw the end result. I was like, whoa, because I checked my scores to see what happened, and I saw the Rams won, and I I was surprised because I did not see that happening. And uh, my bookie loved taking my money on this one yeah. because I, I lost it right there with that one. Well, it's interesting, too. Like When you have a defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey – on the two ends like that's that's pretty that's pretty good that's a pretty good defensive foundation there it is and Ramsey I'm assuming Ramsey played Metcalf the entire game now Metcalf had a good game but he also had 11 targets only caught five balls so it could have been a lot worse The Ramsey show could have been a lot worse for sure yeah Uh, but yeah the the good thing looking forward uh, even if the Rams are still in it is Akers just being that guy next year no Brown to worry about, no Henderson. They're just going to be afterthoughts, bring him in to, to spell him. I can see Akers as a three-down back for sure next year yep. and into the future. So Agreed. I'm very excited to see what that kid's going to do. Yeah. And it's just weird. And when they have a super running back, three-down back that's all world, Yeah, he lasts for years and years. Those knees don't break down at all. He doesn't wind up on the Falcons. That's not Akers' future. (laughs) Falcons are going to need a quarterback or a a running back, I mean. That's great. All right, let's move on. Tampa Bay beats Washington 31-23. On the Washington side, this was the Heineke show. 
Um, kid looked good, and uh, that rushing touchdown was really impressive. Did you see that play? He, I mean, he dove for that pylon, and the fact he dove that, from like seven yards away. It was well, crazy. The beginning of that play, escaping all the pressure. Yep. Uh, just the maneuverability he had, the escapability. Because Tampa Bay defense is no joke. No, they don't mess around. Yeah. So for him to, I mean, he willed himself to get that touchdown. That was a pretty awesome play. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah, Heineke was really, he was the offense. Um, Sims had the big receiving game. McLaurin was okay. Um, but ultimately, oh, that's interesting. They have two Simses. They have a Sims and a Sims. They do. And they won at a touchdown, one at 100 yards. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but nobody assumed, nobody thought Washington was going to win this game. This no. was, this was Tom Brady getting himself propelled into, uh, into the next round. So Brady looked good, 381 and two. Um, it was uh, Ronald Jones was a scratch for this game. Yeah. So Leonard Fournette. Whoever drafted Jones, whoopsie. Whoever drafted Fournette is in doing the a second to last right round. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. We'll talk more about that. That's what you call a shot in the dark right there. <laughs> shot in the dark? It was my whole strategy. No, oh really? You knew that Wills? Rojo would be a scratch. Well, no, I didn't know Rojo would be okay. a scratch, but we'll we'll talk about Did it. Did you honestly think that he would have this kind of game? No, but I didn't think he'd have this game. Exactly. But he was my second to last round pick. I prioritized everywhere else. We'll get to it. Okay. Uh, Evans had a big receiving game. Uh, Godwin had a touchdown. Antonio Brown had a touchdown. Uh, remind me, I got to check Antonio Brown on the scoring for the playoff league because I don't know if I noticed he had a rush for 22 yards. I might not have gotten those yards oh, in. And whoever might. is Antonio Brown is going to want to make sure to get those yards. That's two points right there. Uh, yes. Yeah. So ultimately, this was pretty fun. And um, I think... Uh, I think, okay, well, first I'll ask this. How old is Fournette? He's only 23, 24? No, he's a he's 25, 26, 27. He's not. What? He's not 23. Hold on. He was in the same draft as, uh, as uh, CMC and Cook. How old are they? 25. He's 25. 25. Okay, okay. so we're 25. in the middle. Yeah. I got up to, I said 23, 24. I said 25, 26, 27. No, yeah, you went up to 27. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he's... You know, it's not unheard of that he could have a resurgence. I mean, he's he's a great prospect coming in. I mean, in he was he's, a dude in yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, a absolutely. Years. Yeah, and caught a lot of balls. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And Brady certainly looks like he could keep playing for years and years and years and years and years and years. Um, do the does Tampa Bay play the Saints next week? Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna look at that's fun two teams with uh, quarterbacks that are one and two in all these statistical categories. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it is going to be, be a fun game. So basically, it's I'm invested in Tampa Bay, Kurt's invested in the Saints. So that kind of will determine which of us is going further yeah, it's in, gonna uh, be fun. in the playoff league. But we'll get to that. Um, anything else for this game? Yeah, well, I mean Washington's got to figure out quarterback. Heineke's not the quarterback of the future, but he looked good. But um, scary Terry did give Heineke a vote of confidence, saying did he? he would like to see Heineke be the guy next wow. year. He would want Heineke throwing him the ball next year. And so it was that's... kind of fun after his touchdown. Um, Chase Young came out and he was like pointing, pointing to the I, what Chase Young. Yeah, Chase, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out and he was you. yeah. Oh, I thought you were telling me I got the name wrong. No, oh. did I say Vince Young accidentally? Um, and he's pointing to the name on the jersey, like remember this name and everything. So uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I mean they they I'm happy of the teams in the. NFC East. I'm happy that they were the one that got in. 
Yeah, they are the most fun team. Yeah. They're, they're a young team, too. They're the awesome. hungriest. They are. I'm un- it's sad that the Swiss Army Knife didn't get more. Yeah. Because I believe I drafted him. That's too bad. That's I, too bad. Have, I had acres, though. I can't so. wait to talk about that draft. I, yeah. really, I really love the playoff draft strategy. All right, anything else for this? All right, Baltimore, Tennessee. This was a barn burner. Um, and I feel like it was pretty split as far as who thought which team was going to win because Tennessee had Baltimore's number yeah. last year in the playoffs, earlier this year, and the teams really don't like each other. They do not. They all like to run up on their uh-huh, logo. The opposing the logo. Yep. Uh, but Baltimore has been playing so much better. So this kind of felt like a Lamar Jackson prove-it game. Yeah. Passing the ball, he was mad, but he did have 136 on the ground and a touchdown, so he was running all over the place. Dobbins continues his streak of touchdowns, and Marquise Brown had a big receiving game, uh-huh. 7 for 109. And that rushing touchdown that Jackson had, that was fantastic. He just, I mean, he's just, it's just so funny. I was, I was talking, I've got a couple of kids who log in early. We have morning meeting at 8 a.m., but I'm on at 7.45. So they can come on, say hi, ask a work question, whatever. And I've got one kid who wants to come on and talk about football every morning. That's awesome. And uh, and we were talking about how fast Kyler Murray is and how fast Lamar Jackson are. And I was telling him about how we talk about Kyler Murray with his little scamper with his short little legs. And then... Lamar Jackson's like a gazelle, Just like these big strides, bombing. you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was pretty funny. So. I saw someone compare Kyler Murray to a kid who just stole some candy and is running away from somebody. <laughs> 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 yep, definitely. That's fantastic. Um, and then on the Titans side, Tannehill didn't have the game he's been having. Oh. And Derrick Henry was really bad. 18 they, they for 40. They yep. held that, him in I think, check. I think that was their goal that for the game. That was the key, was lock down the beast. You take and, Henry away, you make Tannehill throw, and... And he was win. noticeably frustrated as oh, yeah. that game went on. Yeah. A lot of pep talks going on trying to get him going. But, man, they had him locked down. And you just can't let him get ahead of steam or he's going to run you over. So they just had him knocked knocked back every time. Yeah, A.J. Awesome. Brown also looks like a monster. Six for 83 and a touchdown. Yeah, he, uh, he is good. He's a dude. I love A.J. Brown. <clears throat> he is a dude. A dude. Uh, My dude. Now, speaking of A.J. Did you watch this game? No. Now, speaking of A.J. Brown, his touchdown. Yeah. I... I, I thought it was pretty obvious that he shoved Marlon Humphrey down in the end zone. I saw you comment somewhere on that, yeah. And I, I as someone who loves Marlon Humphrey... Humphrey's that, your guy. They, he's my guy. He's and guy. that really made me mad. I, what made me mad is that there wasn't... It, there wasn't a... Like, they're not even going to throw a flag and, like, look at that. Because you that would have to be a coach's challenge. So you were hoping that they challenged it. Yeah, because I thought it was cle- it looked like a clear extension to me that he shoved him down. So I didn't see it, so I can't comment on it. I'm sorry. Well, you should see it. I will. <laughs> All right. I'll report back next week. All right. Good talk. Yeah, good talk. Um. Anyway, so that's uh, so that's that game. Uh, Tannehill's locked up for a few years. He got the contract, right? Am I mean, I he's right? still a quarterback there for a while. Yeah. I mean, he's a good quarterback for that system. I've always said it, so he's locked in. It would be nice to see a couple more pass catchers for Tennessee because oh, Davis, Corey two Davis. targets, Zipola. He got knocked out injured, I think. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he went okay. out injured, yeah. But, yeah. But there's a lot of talk about him where he could end up being opposite Devontae Adams in Green Bay, oh boy. something like that, yeah. and that would be 
juicy. But if he leaves the Titans, they have a big hole to fill too. I mean, they got a they got a big uh, doughy hole to fill. Yeah, you don't want a hole to fill. No. You want to be able to fill that hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, another game that was never really in doubt for anybody who pays attention to anything. No. New Orleans beat Chicago 21 to 9. Um, Breeze was pretty good, 265 and 2. Kamara did Kamara things. I'll tell you what the best part of this was is seeing Michael Thomas get in the end zone. Yes. Thank God. Yes. Five for seventy three and a touchdown. It was just nice to it was nice to see him back with Breeze because it's been way too long. Yeah. And and I'm I'm learning very quickly that as much as I would like to trade him for max value right now, I'm not gonna get it. I'm gonna end up having to hold him every single place yeah. I have him because it's he's just not gonna after the year he had, like I know he's going to come back and be really good. I know he's good enough to be there. He's good enough to be good with someone other than Breeze. Yeah, because once Winston was started, injured, when Winston's a starter next year, well, Breeze Winston was good retire. for yeah. Winston yeah. was good for his He'll receivers in other places, Thomas. and he was okay with Taysom Hill. So if you want to add <clears throat> Thomas in on your deal for Mahomes, add him in, yeah, we'll we'll talk. That's that's getting better. Are you talking Thomas and one one, or you're talking Thomas Sanders and one one? All right, so the number one player in all the world. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you. Because I do think that Breeze is going to retire no matter what happens, and he'll be in the booth. I'm not saying I'd do that deal, but would you accept that deal if I offered it? No, because I want want a little more. But (laughs) nobody can afford Mahomes. This is the problem. Nobody can afford Mahomes. I know. I know. You know? And, And because I finished third. And if I lose Mahomes, I mean... You're rebuilding at that point. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Well, yeah, but you'd be rebuilding with Trevor Lawrence, who you gain four years of youth. But next year, I'll have Dak and Mahomes on the same squad. I kind of like that. Yeah, I started the year with Dak and Mahomes in several squads, and you know what happened there? Yeah, exactly. Okay, glad we're on the same page. If I can have Dak and Mahomes on the same squad a full year, I'll be really happy with that. Um, Deontay Harris actually uh, was good in this game too. He caught all seven of his targets for 83 yards. He is he's a wily little guy. They they still need a better target opposite Thomas, uh, and they need, in my opinion, they need Cook out of there, and they got to get Troutman fully they, like, yeah, and get invested. They need to have Troutman Cook. Um, yeah, but but the the weapons after Thomas really fall off. Um, Harris like Harris is a nice like third or fourth receiver. He, he ain't a second receiver. Yeah. So. And I also think that and his, I mean, he, the kicking game or the receiving game yeah. is where he's valuable. And the Bears, I think, are going to be in complete rebuild next year. I mean, they were honestly, they were just happy to make the playoffs. I yeah, mean, they started. Well, they five, limped. Yeah, they started five and one. Yeah, and then they lost all those games. Probably not enough to save Nagy's job, though. Do you think? No. I mean, maybe. He'll, Nagy just feels like he's mismanaged that team from the he'll, second he got He'll be there. the coach into next year, but I don't think he'll last next year. And I do believe that A-Rob is going to be gone. He's not going to want to be there anymore. Um, so A-Rob, he'll be gone. Did you watch this game? Mm-hmm. Last play of the game, Jimmy Graham catches the touchdown and, and just, just, run, keeps, just keeps running for well, first, style. I mean, right the catch the... was a uh, grown man catch, a one-handed catch. Didn't it kind of feel like he was running off into the sunset and that'll be it for yeah. him? He's yeah, he's like, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, that'll be it. On his team. <laughs> I mean, to end with a touchdown catch is pretty good. And that just think if he was... Against his former team. If he was still with the Saints... He'd be amazing. Oh, it'd be awesome. Yeah. If he would have stuck around... 
I don't know what happened there, if, if he wanted more money or what happened, but... Well, if I recall, he wanted to get paid wide receiver money. Okay. Because um, remember, he was trying to get his designation changed. He was, And there was right. stuff about the percentage of routes he ran compared to blocking, and yeah. like, he never blocked. Yeah. And so he's like, he wanted receiver money. It's kind of like with uh, it's kind of like with McCaffrey. Like he didn't want people calling him a running back. He wanted to be called an offensive weapon. Yep. Because running backs don't wield the same kind of money. And also, the end of that game, um, a lot of betters. So that touchdown got all the the got the Bears within um, the spread, right? Really Very close to it. So okay. if they would have went for two, the Bears would have covered and wow. would have made a lot of people some money. Wow. But it was the end of the game. And it was over. I saw a lot of videos of guys just screaming at their computer or at their TV, like, "Oh my God, they got a touchdown! They just got to go for two. It's over." <laughs> just oh, dejected. That's too bad. That's why I should stop betting because that's me sometimes. Yeah, I just it's, it just feels you just feel powerless in that situation. It's like, because the, the fantasy, you feel like you have a little more control. The ones that set that spread, they know what they're doing. And I've gone back and forth with people who think the games are rigged. They're not rigged. There's no way you can rig football games. Basketball, it's been proven you can rig basketball by calling fouls, free throws, all that stuff. Refs decide basketball yeah, games. Yeah, uh, what's that guy's name? Donnelly? Or Donahue? Donahue, I don't know. Yeah. but uh, Oh, and a big trade of the it's NBA. It's one of the many reasons I can't watch. Big trade of the NBA. <laughs> I if you saw this. Yeah, the beard. Harden goes to the Nets. Yeah. He's one of the few players I still recognize at this Ooh, point. So he's going to go back with Durant now. Their years with the Thunder. I literally could not care any less about basketball than I do right now. It is dead to me. I still follow it. Good for you. Like, Thanks. I could not name, like, when sometimes I'll look at, like, the top scores in the NBA, and I'm like, yeah. literally, I don't recognize any of those names. Do you know who Dinwiddie is? No. Okay. That was, that was a fun game, though. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the game of the game of the week. Or how about Bogdan Bogdanovich? What? You just made that up. <laughs> nope, it's a guy. Uh, okay. <clears throat> game of the week, you say? The, I wonder what this one. Could the be. Cleveland Browns. I, I don't. Uh, oh my gosh. So, so the game starts with Pouncey snapping the ball over ben, Big Ben's head, and the Browns fall on a on a hand me hand me touchdown. But the thing is, is when Connor and Big Ben go for it. It's like Big Ben should just fell on that thing, and it would have been a done deal. Yeah, half ton right? hobo falling on a on a Christmas ham. Over. But he's like, "You got it? No, you got it? No, you oh, got it?" I forgot that part. Nobody went for it, and I'm yelling at because I watched this game too. We had a, a birthday party we went to. Me and the dad were watching football. <clears throat> that they kept replaying it, and it's like all Big Ben had to do was drop his big butt on that thing. And it would have been – they would have punted it away, and it would have been fine. But no. And then that was just a spiral. 28 points in the first <clears throat> quarter was the right. most points in it a was playoff insane. game in the first quarter by a team. It was Ever. insane. And and everyone in Cleveland couldn't believe it. I mean, they thought it was a joke probably. Uh, Chubb had a decent running game, and then but he had a receiving touchdown. Hooper had a receiving touchdown. Landry had a receiving touchdown. Kareem Hunt – now, his yardage total actually looks very unimpressive, but on the runs that I saw, he looked like a man possessed. Yeah. I mean, he looked like he could carry a team, and yet he's got another superstar running back in that backfield. He's second fiddle. And, Mayf- and Mayfield looked good against a good defense. The, 
What's funny, I think, the Steelers, you know, Big Ben at one point had four interceptions and no touchdowns, if I recall. But the end of the game, I mean, he got up to 500 yards and four touchdowns with the four interceptions. Um, He ended up throwing... I mean, he threw 19 targets to Juju for 13 for 157 and 1. 16 targets to Deontay Johnson for 11 for 117. He threw the ball 68 times. <laughs> and he I, had to. Can't believe his arm didn't fall off. And then you had Claypool ended up, who was on my in my FanDuel lineup, by the way. I didn't even watch long enough to see him score. He had two touchdowns by the end of the game. So what I think is crazy is this game was only decided by 11 points. Yeah. And when I stopped watching, it was like, wow, those Steelers just have no chance here. This is That's the end. And when it was 28 rip, I was telling Brad, the guy I was with, the dad, I'm like, the Steelers are going to come back. They're going to make a game out of this. You know. I mean, this is the Browns we're talking about. Oh, you're so close. There it is. Hey, you got a system down now. Yeah, I gotta hold the hold the gas. So I just had the feeling that the the Steelers were gonna come back and they were gonna make a game out of it, and they 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 had a flurry, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, and <clears throat> another another implication to this, by the way. Um, I have. Let me think here. So I have. Chiefs, we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the playoff yep. league, but I have multiple Chiefs. You do. As I tend to do. Right. Obviously I think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. A lot of people do. I have uh one player on the Ravens, no players on the no players on the Steelers or Browns. Okay. So if the if the Steelers had won the Ravens would have played the Chiefs. Yeah. And then I would have only had, you know, a player or three players going on to the next round. Yep. But because the Browns won, the Browns, who I have no players for, are playing the Chiefs, yep. who I assume will win. Right. And the Ravens are playing... The Bills. The Bills. Yep. And I have one player on the Bills, one player on the Ravens, so I can one of those players will go on to the next round. So it really was the best case scenario for me because I wanted that Ravens player to have the chance at a third game. Nice. So it's funny how some of those things some of those things work out, but we'll get to that in a second. In a second. um, Anything else about any of these super wild card games, buddy? I mean, with the Steelers, um, I mean, you got to think Big Ben's thinking about hanging it up. I mean, he's, he would he's, think. he's getting close. He's getting up there. And their running game needs a lot of help. Yeah. They had a, a third down play where they gave Watt the ball, and he lost a yard. It's like, come on. Give it to Connor. Give him a chance to make a play. Connor doesn't have it anymore. Nope. Snell is a nice second fiddle guy, but he is not. And then McFarlane. I don't know if McFarlane is injured or if he's a healthy scratch. I I had hopes for McFarlane, but he's not a bell cow. So you just keep thinking, man, are the Steelers a potential home for a Najee Harris? Because, man, if they had Big Ben back and then Najee Harris in that that backfield, goodness gracious. And with, you know, Johnson and Claypool, because Smith-Schuster might not be back, Juju... Could be gone. I don't think he will. That's yeah. another guy that people are talking about hoping they see in like the, for the yeah. Packers. So or... even with Deontay Johnson and Claypool as your 
top two targets. Well, and James he, Washington as a third guy is a yeah, bad. I, I mean, mean he's he's flashed. Take you know, Juju out, and Washington will get more reps for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, Deontay's just got to he's got to get on the jugs machine and learn gotta, how to not drop the ball. He's got to learn how to drop no, not drop the ball. You said it. Sir. But Chase Claypool, he is he's the truth. I mean, that guy is a man amongst boys. Yeah, and I don't know if I don't know Hunt's contract situation. I don't know if he's going to be there for another year or if he's. If he was he, on a short contract to prove I mean, it, I feel like. I'm pretty sure he thinks he's done enough to be the guy somewhere else. So, you know, maybe Yeah, we'll but it, but the Browns clearly want to run the ball and not and take all that pressure off of Baker, and yeah. that's their recipe that for goodness sake, they're they're heading to the divisional round. Goodness sake. For goodness sake, they're heading to the divisional round. So, so clearly what they're doing is working. So yeah. they they want to keep both. So then just to go through the, the games coming up the divisional round. Yes. We've got the Packers hosting the Rams. That should be, I mean laughable. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, how Packers can that, that not easy. be Packers, right? The line is Packers by six and a half. Okay. I mean, that's easy. Is that a big line? I mean, is that a lot of points? I mean, what's a what's a I don't know what a typical number. Well, I mean that's that's a touchdown. So if they win by a touchdown, you're good. But I mean, as like, what's the biggest a line would be? Like if you have like for the Brown, well, I guess you're going to get to it. The Browns and Chiefs. Well, the Browns and Chiefs. That's ten. Is ten by ten. Okay, and that's got to be like the max it could be, right? Well, I mean, just give (laughs) us. I mean, the Bills are favored over the Ravens by two and a half. Okay. So, I mean, that'll be a good game. That's actually yeah, the game that's I'm most be excited about. A lot of fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. The two. That's the, not true. Buccaneers Saints, I'm excited about too. Right. So, the, the big thing is Buccaneers Saints and Ravens Bills, you have two totally different kinds of quarterbacks in each game. True. You've got the young guns who run all over the place. Yeah. The Breeze Brady matchup's fun. And then you got the, the smart, cerebral that. pocket passers. Oh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And Kurt just texted me his lineup, too. So oh, perfect. We'll okay, good. good. Good, good, So, good. yeah, it'll be Packers hosting Rams, Bills hosting Ravens, Chief hosting Browns, Saints hosting Bucks. All right. It's going to be a good weekend of football. Oh, I'm so excited. Two games Saturday, two games Sunday. And I was going to miss Saturday games because we were going to have the annual um, – Claire's family is going to have the annual tamale making. Mm. Where you make, you know, basically hundreds of tamales and then freeze them and pass them out to the family. That sounds like so much fun. Can I come? It's a nice Mexican tradition. Well, I mean, you're get ready to get yelled at for making them wrong. I follow mom's directions and then aunt tells me I'm doing it wrong. And then I follow (laughs) sister's directions and Claire tells me I'm doing it wrong. And basically there's no way that I can do. Can you please take a video of you getting yelled at? I think that'd be great. Not yelled at, but they're like, oh, you're doing it that way, huh? Oh, those are those are a little full, aren't they? Well, that's how much your mom told me to put in. Well, it seems like too much. <laughs> it's that's it's great. enjoyable. It's a I, nice little tradition. I am a fan of a tamale here and there. But at, yeah, they're, they're delicious, delicious, and and her mom's an excellent cook. But but the real point, well, she made it, and she made enchiladas for the wedding, so that was a feast and a half. But uh, but by my point, I was going to make, however, was that um, there's a point. Yes, okay. there was a point. Uh, tamales actually got postponed because there's it's going to be snow. So much like on Christmas, there's going to be snow the next couple of days. Really? And it's not a family that travels much when no. it snows at all. So they're just going to push another weekend. Hopefully the weather will be better. Well, I don't really follow the weather. If it snows, it snows. It's a worry. It's a family that worries. So they okay. worry about the weather and they worry about the roads. And so they see snow in the forecast and they just postpone the event because, until you know, the next weekend. Because, you know, a family that worries together stays together. Ah, uh, then they're going to be together forever. Because they don't go anywhere. <laughs> Claire's the worrier, actually. But. Oh, that's cute. 
Um, all right. Well, we're already at 51 minutes. Why don't we just take a break? That full and then, lie. Yeah, it did. That was great. Uh, <laughs> it's because I haven't seen you for a full week. Uh, we'll take a little break, and then we will come back, and we will talk about the playoff-only draft that was super fun. And while let's, we're and while we're on break, we're going to run that heater. Yeah, let's do it. Because <laughs> it's getting frigid it's in here. It's chilly. All right. It's going to warm up for a second, then it's going to get even colder. We'll be back. If it plays. If it plays. If it plays. Wait for it. It starts quietly. Oh, man. What's happening? What's happening is the music's not playing. Wait for it. When I can start oh. singing. I'm a Barbie uh, girl. No, it was a Barbie girl, although that would be a... Oh, Oh, yes. Some 41 fat lip. Yep. Yes. (laughs) Wait for it. Here it comes. It's going to hit hard. Lead singer looks like a puppy. No one knew me by name. Tried my own house party because nobody came. No one got the one you thought you knew back in high school. I sing along with this one a lot. I don't know the words still, but. We're gonna listen to more. We can't stop there. Because you don't know! What would you expect from the company's own fall? And mullets? Coming other people's expenses. Trying to knuckle down is just a minor offense. I'm sick of being told to wait my turn. And then you gotta slow it down. You gotta slow it down right here. It's coming. Right here. Don't count on me to let you know when. Don't count on me. I'll do it again. Don't count on me. Cause I'm not missing. Nope. Missed it. Don't count on me. Cause I'm not listening. And I don't give a what? It definitely felt right for tonight, so I'm glad you appreciate it. The lead singer, Derek Wembley, he dated Paris Hilton. Avril Lavigne. He dated Paris Hilton, too. Did he really? Wait, maybe it was a different guy in the band dated Paris Hilton. Is that the good Charlotte guy? No, it was the main guy, dated Paris Hilton. He got around. He was in he was in some 41. He could date anybody he wanted to. Oh, by the way, Ralph. Yes. Welcome to Trips Right with Ralph and uh, <laughs> This is literally the longest we've ever gone without um 
uh, without announcing the name of the podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. It almost makes me want to go back and start <laughs> over, but you can't recreate. Gold. So we got our little podcast for your ear holes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Thanks and, for listening. Uh, we got a lot to say about it, and you know, because you just heard it over the and last hour. We're back. Oh, okay. Well. I wonder why we don't have more listeners. That's weird. They don't even know what they're listening to. Um, okay, well, that was good. So we're gonna get into this. Uh, we're gonna get into this uh, playoffs only league. So and now Avril Levine is with Chad Kroger <laughs> from Nickelback. <laughs> ew, ew. God. Okay. That Robin. All right. Um, so I hate that band <laughs> with a passion. One of my favorite videos of all time. They're in like. Argentina or somewhere that a music festival Nickelback is and he's like you guys want some rock and roll no and then you see a rock fly and hit his head <laughs> and they leave the stage wow oh god I hate Nickelback that's that huh? yeah okay yep um I'm gonna grab I don't even know what these are I guess I'm gonna grab a truly lemonade hard seltzer you are living the dream, my friend. What, garage fridge? That's a black cherry lemonade right there. Yeah, why not? We'll Go see. for it. Oh, it's got a dead bug on it. Ayo. Leftover from summer. It's protein. Okay. Well, it wasn't in it. It was on it. So um, we, we had a playoff draft. Okay, so, yeah. So uh, last week, Kurt was on here, and, and we agreed we were going to get it going. And, and we had Kurt, and we had Dave, and we had Ralph, and we had Tadog! Tadog! So, you know, we put out the word and, and we, we had some interest, but not with um, uh, not with being able to do a draft time. But we were able to do it with this, quote unquote, slow draft. It took a couple days. Day and and we, we had cyanide, too. Oh, yeah. Cyanide. Yeah. Well, cyanide, we needed to adjust the schedule for. So cyanide yep. and then James that is in uh, Frozen yep. jumped on in. Uh, Mitch, who co-owns his team in Westeros with... Zach, he jumped in. I realized I, I realized I was late inviting Westeros in. I started with Frozen because like yeah. Mike's done it before, right. Joey's done it before. I forgot about uh, Westeros, and then Justine last, jumped in last minute. Um, she did very last minute. Yeah, it was no prep either. <laughs> Clearly, so we uh, so we ended up with eight teams, which which is a great number of teams. Yeah. So the way this league works. Is it is a snake draft with a randomly drawn order, and uh, as you know, is pretty pretty standard. But the idea here is you are not drafting a bench; you are drafting only your starters. Right. You're drafting a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, not a super flex, a flex, and then a defense and a kicker. Yes, because kickers are fantasy relevant, and so you Damn have it. to plan for only drafting. Those starting positions, there is no bench. For example, once you draft a quarterback, that's it. You will not draft another quarterback. That's it. So, like last year, I got Mahomes last because the other five teams took a quarterback, and right. I got to take Mahomes' last pick of the entire draft. And you won. And I won. Um, but also, like if you were to take a third wide receiver, that player automatically goes into your flex, which is what I did. And now you get no other wide receivers right. or running back. um or running backs or tight ends your flex is now filled. So uh you have to strategize. The idea here is that you are strategizing um not only the players you think are going to score well, but you have to account 
for how many games they're going to get. Right. So Saints and Packers are valuable, but they automatically get one less game. Chiefs. Because what did I say? Saints. I'm sorry. It's okay. Chiefs and Packers right. um, automatically get one last game because they had buys. If it would have been last year's setup, they would have been Saints and Packers having a buy. Correct. They were one and two. Wow, that is delicious. I'm so happy for yeah, you. One percent juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's got about uh, a fraction of an antioxidant in there. Um, oh, and it's gluten-free. Um, so it just keeps getting better and better for you. So then really, ideally, what you're, what you're picking here is that you are... Uh, ideally, what you're picking here is the teams that play wildcard week that you think have the chance to go, to go all the way. That's, those are the most valuable. Because if you can get a player to have four games for you, that is the goal. Yeah. Because if they make it to the Super Bowl from the wild card, that's four games. Now, the other thing that's interesting is you kind of have to lean into a strategy. What I think what you can tell, and I haven't looked at your team, you kind of you kind of got a wide variety, don't you? Yeah, I have a plethora. Because in my opinion, and you can argue the other side if you want, in my opinion, you kind of have to lean into one or two teams, like an NFC and an AFC, yeah. and hope they make it far. Right. That's kind of all or nothing. Because if you if you diversify too much, then you don't have enough players getting a lot of games. Yeah. So, like, strategy that's worked, was it last year? Last year or the year before, I ended up with a lot of Chiefs and uh, Patriots. And my prediction was those two teams would be playing in the, in the conference championship. And what are you looking for? The other cigar I was going to smoke. Oh. Uh, and so I would have those players up to that game, and then I knew I would have the players from one of those two teams moving on. Right. And that ended up working out for me. I think that was two years ago, and again, I ended up, ended up winning. Um, so, no, the Chiefs didn't win last, two years ago. It was last year. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, you know, like, like Kurt will... You know, we'll start, we'll just kind of go here pick by pick. It'll go pretty quick. But, you know, he starts 1-1 Alvin Kamara, and that kind of means he's going to be leaning into the Saints, depending on how other things fall, because you kind of have to overinvest. So. And I'll just say, too, that I went a different strategy. Yeah, so what, did you plan to get a wide variety like that? I did. I diversified. My idea was to not lean heavily on one team because if that team goes out early, you're screwed. Right. Right? That is true. That is the risk you run. Yep. So on a couple of these matchups, like with um, Seattle and um, St. Louis, or St. Louis, Los Angeles, the Rams. Ooh, that was a blast. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Um, I wanted to actually get one player from each team. Okay. That way I know that I'll get a good chunk of points in the beginning. But and you I know you'll still... have one going on. Right. Yep. So I was hoping to, like I knew I would not have one or two guys in the next round, but I knew I would get a good chunk of points to start off with. Sure. Um, so, well, I won't say who I got. We'll go round yep, by round. Yep, we'll go round by round. So Kurt started off 1-1. One, one, he took Kamara. I think that was a fine pick. Uh-huh. And then you had 1-2. Yep, and I went Devontae Adams. And my guess is that was an easy decision for it you. It was, and I was praised for that pick, by the way. Yes, Tadog. people people were yep. very excited about and it. I was very happy with that. Thank you, Tadog, for <laughs> appreciating my pick. 
At 1-3, speaking of Tadog, he took Aaron Jones, yep. which I think is fine. Yeah. Um, if, especially if you think the Packers are going to go far. Right. Again, another running back who's, who's going to be going the distance, hopefully. At 1-4, it was me, and I took Travis Kelsey, and uh, I would have taken Travis Kelsey 1-1. Because uh, I think he's just such a difference. I think they're going to make the Super Bowl, and I think he's such a difference maker at that yeah. position. I, there's no other tight end I don't think that comes close to him. So that's who I wanted. At least not in the playoffs. At least, well, not in the playoffs, right? Um, and then Mitch at five took uh, Stefan Diggs. Another which good pick. I mean, was another good pick. He came on like gangbusters. Absolutely. At the end of the year, so yeah, why not? Uh, Justine at one six, and already we're at our questionable pick of the day. Um. <laughs> At 1-6, she took Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah. Was there one player you were surprised that didn't go at 1-6? Because there's one that I was surprised didn't go at 1-6. I mean, six. I just can't. I mean, Tyreek Hill. You take Marquez Valdez-Scantling ahead of Tyreek Hill. It's a little interesting. Let's move on. At 1-7, James took Derrick Henry. I think that was fine. He just... Got unlucky that they did not win their first game, right. and he was bad. Yeah. So that was just really unlucky on his part. And then down to our boy Garrett, Cyanide Man. Um, at 1-8, he took Jonathan Taylor um, and then came back with Tyreek Hill. So I like the Tyreek Hill at the turn. Yeah, uh, Taylor was fine. I just personally, I would have never taken Taylor because I didn't think the Colts had any chance of going right. anywhere. And I, and I don't want – if I think somebody only gets one game, I don't want a piece yeah. is how I look at it. Or Taylor would have been good for maybe if he's not there in like the sixth, seventh round and you still have a spot to fill. Right. I yeah. think I think the guys that go early should be the guys on the teams you think are gonna do well. And I I I don't know. Jonathan Taylor's fine. And he did have a good game. Good game, not great game, but, but now done. but now he's out. Right, they're done. All right, coming back, James at two two took Chris Carson. Again, unlucky. I think that's a good pick if the Seahawks win that game but they didn't and he only got him eight points uh-huh which didn't help at two three justine going for the stack takes aaron Rodgers. yep that pick was fine except if you're gonna take a quarterback i don't know why it was aaron Rodgers, but um we'll get to that <laughs> at two four mitch shocks the world and takes jk dobbins at two uh, at two four i was hope i wouldn't have taken him in the second round, but if he'd come back to me in the third round, I would have taken J.K. Dobbins, but he's bullish. Do you think that it may have been just to spite you because you're such a Dobbins fan? I think they're big on Dobbins. They have him in Westeros. Okay, because I I had that feeling. And he's gotten, he's had a touchdown every week. I I mean, you know, Zach's big, Zach, uh, you know, is his his co-owner and they, they, uh, he picks Dobbins every single, well, I helped Zach draft his teams, and he has Dobbins on every team, and yeah. Dobbins was a good player for him all, you know, when he started to come on. So, um, And then at 2-5, I took Patrick Mahomes. Of course you did. So Mahomes and Kelsey, that's been my key to winning so far, and I hope to keep that going. Uh, Tadog at 3-3 three, three took – Or at 2-6. No, 2-6, my go. bad. At 2-6 took uh, CEH. Which I think is a big gamble because if he is he healthy? Exactly. He that, I, was, that was a big gamble I too. thought it was a gamble too, yeah. and I thought, good, take a guy that I'm worried about so I'm not tempted to take yeah. him because that's a guy that would make me nervous. I don't want a guy that's injured in this situation because you don't get another chance. You can't put him on your bench. Oh. Um, so then it got to, uh, got to Dave. And I'm not going to lie. If Mahomes would have been there, I would have taken him. So you, uh, you snipe me. 
but I didn't want to give you the benefit of knowing that you sniped me. That's I know. I mean, at, come on, Mahomes should have gone earlier. Yeah. He is a league winner. He's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're gonna get three games of the MVP. So Former I MVP. at two seven, I went with DK Metcalf. Um, I went with a guy who I know is gonna get some points, <clears throat> and I, I thought the Seahawks they were gonna, they um, should have won, and yeah. then you would have had at least two games of him. Yeah, at least uh, he dominated for you. We'll get to my third round pick that shortly. Was, that was my goal. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Kurt at the two three turn, excuse me, he took AJ Brown and Michael Thomas. Yeah. I thought that was a. Now, A.J. Brown got knocked out, but I thought that was a heck of a turn there for a couple of wide receivers that are considered to be. But, you know, and Michael Thomas obviously fell because we haven't seen him in a while, but he right. came back healthy and was good. So, yeah. all right, and then back to you for the third round. At 3-2, my second uh, quarterback in all this was Josh Allen. So I, I went with my quarterback. I figured he'd still be there. And uh, I'm very happy with what he did the first game. And I think if Mahomes had gone before me, I think I would have taken Josh yeah. Allen too. He's so just that, been too good this year. I mean, just like any other draft, there's always what ifs. Like if this guy sure. goes, who I take? And yeah, I had my eyes on Allen for sure. So then Tadog at 3-3 took Chris Godwin. Yep. I thought that was a fine pick. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it got to me in the third round, and I'm I'm looking at my options, and I thought Tyler Lockett was the best option. I don't like to invest in the Seahawks. Were but you I, debating between two players? Do you remember? Um, honestly, what I was thinking was there were some there were some deeper. Okay, at this point, I knew I was going to be leaving running back till the end because okay. the running backs worth having. I thought, I thought, I this is going to be something where I draft running backs at the very end. And really, you were just bummed that uh, MVS already went. And I also assumed, <laughs> yeah, shut up. I also assumed that Mike Evans would be on people's radar, but right. Antonio Brown wouldn't be, and yeah. that I could get him coming back around. And I thought he and Brady's connection would be good. We'll yeah. get to that in a second. So I took Tyler Lockett. He didn't have a good game, and now they're out. That was my that was my one disappointment. Yeah. But um, you know, I just I I just thought the Seahawks tend to have a way of winning and I thought they could do something I could at least get two games out of him but yep. he uh he didn't get the work it was yeah. it was Metcalf that got the work and then Mitch at three five goes with Rojo Oof. ouch hard yeah yeah that's hard I, I mean nobody I don't I didn't expect him to be a, a scratch you know so sorry about that Mitch you got a big goose egg from Rojo but, you know as I'm looking at this draft going I'm just constantly thinking what are guys that I think could go far and could get opportunities are with good quarterbacks or in good situations that nobody else is going to be thinking about. I want people in my back pocket, right? right? And that's what I ended up getting that worked out later, and and we'll talk about it. So so then Justine in the third took Latavius Murray at 3-6. I mean, he got a touchdown. He did. It's just that there are better players still on the board. Like yeah. there were wide receivers that really should have gone before him. He's he's second fiddle running back to on his team. It just was a weird choice. A yeah. weird choice. Yeah. Um, James at three seven took Tom Brady. Thought that was fine. Uh-huh. Um, he's a gamer, as we know. So then we get down to Cyanide Man at the three four turn. He took Nick Chubb and Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. Turns out to be genius because Chubb, yeah. I was thinking to myself, there's no way I'll take Chubb. 
Chubb and Hunt are absolutely completely off my list. Yep. Because I don't think the Browns are going to get past the first game. Why yeah. would I ever pick them? I thought the Browns would get blown up by the Steelers. I didn't want, you know, the only I didn't want Browns running backs, but I was hoping to get a Browns pass catcher because mm-hmm. I knew they'd be coming from behind. Sure, it's a good way to look at it. I got a Browns pass yeah, catcher. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. Uh, so Chubb and Mark Andrews um, for. Uh, for Cyanide Man. So then back to James in the fourth round. 4-2, uh-huh. he took Deontay Johnson. He did. Again, unlucky. So now James had Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, Deontay Johnson, who all went out. Uh-huh. Which is just, that's just bad luck. Justine at 4-3. Took Zach Moss. What do you think about that pick? Uh, yeah, because you look at the next players who went, and there were better options. Well, yeah, you look at Zach Moss goes at 4-3, and then Mitch takes at 4-4 Mike Evans. Mike Evans was the pick. Yeah. That was that was pretty silly. And now Moss out, you say, and it's a Singletary show. She's out Zach Moss. Right. And whoever and there's got, no, whoever there's got no Singletary. there's no waivers, so she can't pick anybody There's else no up. waivers. Once somebody's injured or, or out, that's the end of that. So I then thanked Mitch because I don't, as you know, I don't like Mike Evans. Right. But he would have been who I'd taken. He's a big tub of goo, you say. But he, but he went out, or yeah, he got taken. So at four or five, I took Antonio Brown, and Antonio Brown, I had in my back pocket. I knew I wanted him because yeah. he has had some rapport with Brady recently. And when he got that early touchdown, I was definitely excited about it. He has been coming on like gangbusters. As yeah, well as he didn't do as much as I had hoped that he would. Couple of catches, but the touchdown was nice. Right. And you know. He's a former all-world. I mean, he could go off yeah. for 200 yards on any given day. So I'm not going to, you know, you, you just, you never know. Yeah. And, then, and then when they're playing against the Saints, too, um, not that I knew that was going to happen, but now, you know, you figure Marshawn Lattimore is going to be on Mike Evans. And uh, who else do they have? Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. I mean, he's, they're going to have Godwin. I mean, Antonio Brown is kind of the forgotten oh, man. Oh, oh. So you got to pick who's going to beat you. All right, anyway, so then we get to Tadog in the six. fourth round, 4-6. Four, uh, nope, 4-7. Four, oh, 4-6, And actually. he No, 4-6 was, wait, 4-5, four, 4... Oh, I typed that in That's wrong. Okay. I typed that in wrong. Yeah, I typed that in wrong. He's 4-6. He's 4-6. Okay, we're back. So Lamar Jackson. At 4-6, Lamar Jackson <laughs> uh, goes to Tadog. So I thought that was a great pick. And then Dave was up. And at 4-7, this was my idea of having a Seahawk and a Ram just, you know, on the off chance that they do advance. I didn't think they would, but I figured Cam Akers has been the guy. And, uh, you know, I was hoping to get a big game out of him, and I got a big game out of him. You could say that it worked out for you. 24.6 You could say that it worked out for you. Yeah, so I'm excited I got Cam. And you were talking up that pick big. You were very excited about that. I was. Yeah, I'm you not you lie. love was, you some Cam Akers. I was happy I got you him. You love you some Cam Akers. I do. He's a, he's a dude. For sure. He is he's a dude. All right, so then we get up to Kurt. So at 4-8, he took James Conner. Yep. And then around the turn he took Drew Brees. Right. So, you know, Connor was one of the better running backs remaining. And then Brees, he's, you know, again, he already had Michael Thomas and Drew Brees, or Michael Thomas and Kamara. So he's kind of leaning into the Saints. Right. And if I remember correctly, he leaned into the Saints last year and that hurt him because they went out. Yeah. And so he was kicking himself for doing it again. But you just, you know, the Saints are good. Yeah. And they got a gamer quarterback. And now Kurt has him on his team at 5 1. <laughs> 
All right, back to you at 5-2. So it, it, it was here that I was debating. I wanted to fill up my running backs because there were still some good wide receivers left. Sure. Um, That's the other thing you look at is the depth of position. Right, exactly. And more wide receivers are going to be valuable than running backs too. Yeah. That was my thing with waiting for running backs. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to bring up during the draft the fact that because it wasn't stated in the rules that players would get points for returns and return touchdowns. That's that was an it. oversight. Yeah. I figured it was a safe assumption that if your player gets a return touchdown, yeah. that's counted. So, return yards is not assumed, but return touchdowns. Is so good. I had McCole Hardman in my back pocket mm. for the Chiefs. Smart. Because um, I figured, I mean, he's, what, the third option? You know, third, fourth option yeah. there. Anybody on the Chiefs should be drafted. Yes. If you leave a Chief undrafted, that's silly. Yeah. So at 5-2. And we'll get to a comment on that later yeah. with Justine's team. I went with uh, my, I think my biggest bust, Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually. <laughs> yeah. Steelers defense was my biggest bust, but we will talk about that. I'm yeah. Glad, I'm glad we didn't get negative points. I, <laughs> I, I, had a, I had an amount of satisfaction typing in that 48 points allowed for zero points for yeah. you. I'm sorry I did That's didn't. okay. All That's right. fine. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but I digress. I couldn't help it. Yeah, I, I went on Tony Gibson hoping that, you know, he would get some – he'd get more than 4.5 points. Yeah. But, uh, but it didn't. didn't happen. Yeah. All right, to dog at five three took Juju, who had a great game, but yeah. now is out. Right, um, you know. But again, any of the Steelers you pick, you assumed they would have at least beaten the Browns, and they should have beaten the Browns. So that was a fair two game, two game bet at least. You know, at least two game. Yeah. Bet. Um, even though they had looked bad kind of later in the season. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so then um, back to me at five four. Okay, so. I was I was looking at all the players available, right? I still had both running back spots, but I was thinking I was going to save those. You know, I had guys like I had guys like uh like Gus Edwards, you know, right. that I'd be happy to have Gus Edwards basically. You know, like yeah. kind of deep guys like that. So I figured I can fill that um my flex, I like you said there were wide receivers that were going to be available later, so I thought, you know what? 5-4, I'm taking Harrison Bucker. Get your guy. I want the best kicker on the best offense that I think is going to win the Super Bowl. And um, and I didn't want to wait any longer. It's yeah. it's one of those things. I do the same thing in startup drafts where if all things are equal, if I'm not totally excited about a wide receiver or a running back, I'll take the best player at another position. And in this case, it was Harrison Bucker. So yeah. I got my kicker. First kicker off the board at 5 Congratulations. Four. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let's see, 5-5. Five, five. Yep, Mitch goes with quarterback Russell Wilson, who... Good I mean, pick, but... It's a great pick, especially at 5-5, five, five, mm-hmm. thinking that they're going to breeze past the Rams and keep going. That would have been a great pick, but... And Mitch and I talked about it a little bit because I had already taken my quarterback. Mm-hmm. He goes, I think you had even said the same thing. Basically, you... No, you, you took Josh Allen. I think it was him that was saying that like he, he would have been happy with basically any of the quarterbacks. Right. There were enough quarterbacks that you'd be fine starting yeah. that you didn't have to prioritize that. Right. So once it got to the point where you didn't like your other options, take the quarterback you like best. Yeah, I mean, once the top four are off the board, I mean, it's anybody you get is going to be okay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, five, six, Justine took Rob Gronkowski. He got a big zero, big goose egg oh. in the first week. Which is actually surprising, too, given the way, you know, they've been leading on him. And 
I mean, in big games, him and Brady tend to... Sure. You know, Brady looks for him a lot. It was surprising he didn't do anything. Yeah, that was surprising. But, you know, he's kind of looks like he's been running in quicksand lately. So I guess we'll... And really, the, see if he can turn it on a little bit. The, in the tight ends round. in the playoffs aren't the best. No, they're not. You think about it. Well, that's why I took Kelsey in the right. first round because I didn't want to be dealing with that garbage. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if you took Johnu? If you had to deal with Johnu Smith, I mean, that's just no. not. That's just not ideal. Um, so yeah, so she took Rob Gronkowski. James at five seven filled his flex and took Le'Veon Bell. Which I thought was fine. I actually like that pick where he took it better than the CEH pick where he went yeah. because of the injury. Right. So Bell, um, I mean, if CEH doesn't play, Bell's, they're going to lean on him. And I should mention, since I was saving running back, I mentioned Gus Edwards. Daryl Williams was another guy I had in my yeah. back pocket. If I had to have Daryl Williams as my last running back, I'd be okay with that because he could, he could get enough carries to make it worthwhile. Mm-hmm. All right. Cyanide at the turn at the Five, five, six turn. What yep. did Sinai Man do? He went with Tanny at quarterback. And then at 6-1, he went Allen Robinson. So he filled up his uh, his wide receiver two with Allen Robinson. I mean, you take the top wide receiver on any team, and you hope to get some points. But it was the Bears wide receiver who had no shot at the Saints. Right. Uh, yep, so he took Tannehill and then Allen Robinson. Okay. And then back to James, James in the sixth went, round. James went with Tunyon. And Tunyon I had considered... Tunyon was a guy I had considered taking for my flex yep. when I took Butker, actually. Yep. So he was actually one guy that I was considering taking over Butker because I thought he will be on a team that could go far and he catches touchdowns like it's his job. Mm-hmm. It also keeps... In my opinion, the second best tight end in the playoffs yeah. away from another team. So I did think about that. So I was I thought that was a good pick by James. And when I took him. had my thought was if Tunyon was reached to me at the sixth round, I was going to take him uh, because I knew that I would I I would still be able to get Hardman at the turn because I had my eyes on Hardman. Yep, it sounds like you like you like Hardman. I do. I'm thinking he's going to be. Uh, MVP. Oh, that's that's quite a statement. Foreshadowing, baby. That's quite a statement. Yep. All right, so then Justine takes Chase Claypool at 6-3. I actually really liked that pick. I mean, that's a, that's a deep sleeper pick. That right is there. a deep – I mean, that's a good player at 6-3, and he had a great first week. It's just he's out now. Yeah. So doesn't exactly help her chances. But it was a good but pick again, when she took it. But again, the thinking is the, the Steelers are going to win. Sure. And they didn't. <laughs> sure did. Um, Mitch took his tight end at 6-4 with Jared Cook. Yep. And, and then it was to six me, points. Yep. And then it was to me in the sixth round. I did consider some defenses here. Sure. Um, but I was I was looking ahead, and I thought, you know, I I want to commit heavily to an AFC team and an NFC team, and it kind of felt like the NFC team that I wanted to commit to was the Buccaneers, thinking ahead to running backs that would be available. Sure. And defenses that would be available, and I already had Antonio Brown. Right. So I was kind of thinking I wouldn't need to take um, the Buccaneers defense that early, and I knew I wanted a piece of the of the uh, Ravens, and so this was where I could get my piece of the Ravens. So at six five, I took Marquise Brown to fill in my flex, um, and now he's going to get a second game, and he had a really solid first game. So yeah. I was very happy with that, and I don't have him very many places. It's sometimes the playoff league is a nice place to 
to have players you're not used to having yeah, to, to be ex- able to cheer for them a little bit. Expand your horizons. Expand your horizons. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like or draft the same guys you're used to. You know? Um, so anyway, Marquise Brown in my flex. Which, so, I mean, it turned out to be a pretty good pick it for you. It sure did. With 16 points. He was all over the place. And then Tadog, for his tight end, ended up with Eric Ebron. Yep. And that's the situation I wanted to avoid by getting Kelsey early. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was fine. He actually had a pretty good game, but he's out. He's out. He gone. All right, Dave's and up. At 6-7, I finally went with Hardman. Um, couldn't so wait any longer, huh? I couldn't wait. No. Uh, so I'd lock up my, my flex spot. I have a feeling that if you had left Hardman at this pick, Kurt would have taken Hardman. Yeah. Um, and then because looking at who was left at the tight ends, I mean, it was, it was getting really bad. <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't want any of the tight ends anymore. So... So you figure wait longer and wait, just get one on that's – yeah. yeah. So yeah. I ended up waiting on tight end, defense, and kicker. So And the tight end you, you ended up getting ends up okay. But Word! We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. All right. So for Kurt, this is the 6-7 turn. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So Kurt ends up taking Tyler Bass, yeah. kicker for the uh, Bills. 11 points for him. And then at 7-1, he took the Saints defense, which, which most people would consider you – know, the defensive scoring was not very – yeah. the defensive scoring we have in this league is not set very high. Oh. It's meant to be easy for me to score, basically. Right. Um, it's, I think, I think it's six points for – it's nine points for a shutout, six for under 10, three for under 20, and then it's a point for a sack, point for interception, point for fumble recovery. It's meant to be easy for me. Um, so he ended up with the Saints defense, Tyler Bass, and I, I like that combination Yeah, that a was a, a good turn, yeah. Yep, definitely. Um, so so then back to Dave. I'm sitting at 7-2, and my thought was I didn't like any of the tight ends. I was going to wait on kicker. We're already kicker. ready to wait. I was going to wait on kicker. Okay. I would pick that up last. Um, so I went with Steelers D. Which all year was like the best defense. Sacks. Everywhere. Yep. Interceptions. Leading sack team? Yeah. They must have been close if they weren't, right? They had like yeah. a streak of however many I mean, TJ Watt is a monster. Exactly. Not in this game. but And my line of thinking, I mean, I really honestly did a happy dance. I didn't want to gloat when I broadcasted this pick, but I thought that I would get a steal of a pick with the Steelers. <laughs> you Steeler. <laughs> They gave up 48 points, no sacks, no interceptions. Literally nothing. Yikes. So frustrating. Yikes. Yeah. That was and they're cool. out. And they're so, out. Yeah. yeah was, I mean, it was a good pick, but it's it's frustrating. I thought it was too, but it was frustrating getting a big old fat goose egg from a Big him. fat one. Not cool, Steve. fat the, one. TJ Watt, you're dead to me. All right, I was going to say, you love him. You love him. J.K. Dobbins, you love him. I'd marry him. Don't tell Molly. Um, oh, she knows. To dog at seven three. To dog took his kicker with Will Lutz. Yep. Uh, and so then it got to me in the seventh round, and this was where, again, all I had left was defense and my two running back spots, and I had all these running backs in my back pocket. So I thought, get the defense out of the way. I wanted the Buccaneers. So Buccaneers to go with Antonio Brown. Buccaneers defense. You know they were. They got they only got me three points, but I thought, you know, they're playing against Washington without Alex Smith. Did I know Alex Smith wasn't playing at that point? I don't recall. Uh, I don't it doesn't really that. matter though. Yeah. That's a good matchup for them. It doesn't matter who was in. Yeah. They would have eaten. Right. It's a good matchup for them. And so I was um 
so I was excited to get the Buccaneers defense. And I, I had, I mean, like I'd said earlier, I had considered the uh, Ravens defense. Yep. But I wanted more commitment on the right side of the on the NFC side of the bracket, yep. so I went with the Buccaneers. Um, so then Mitch at what are we at seventh, seventh round five? He, he took the Bills Bill, defense. And that's the other defense I was thinking of. But yep, the matchup that the Steelers had so much better. You thought? Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I'm still kicking myself. Yeah. So the Bills defense at seven five, and then, and then the pick <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. The, yeah. This is okay. Arguably, this is worse than. MVS in the first round. Um, I did everything I could, Ralph, to not say something in the chat. I just don't know why she keeps donating her money to us is what I really wonder. But So, so you guys are on the edge of your seats. She takes Byron Pringle. And what I think is, what I think is ridiculous about this is even if you want a Chiefs receiver, Demarcus Robinson is the choice. Not Byron Pringle. It's it's bizarre to me. I mean, it's just somebody who just doesn't have the experience, I don't think. And clearly didn't make a list going in. Actually, I could, we can talk about how we prepped for this. I, I think I've mentioned it before, but we can talk about our prep work yeah. going in. But Byron Pringle was a weird choice because there's, there's a better receiver. Even Sammy Watkins hadn't gone. Yeah. Even he, I mean, he's injury prone, but two it's receivers still, on that same team would have been better, better than Byron Pringle. Yeah. Um, so it, it was definitely interesting. Yep, and then James is next at 7-7. Seven, seven. He gets his kicker with Ryan Suckup. Got him 12 points. I mean, that's... Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Not a bad kicker. Yep, not a bad a not kicker at all. Not a bad kicker at all. That's, and he needed some help because he had a lot of teams go out in that first yeah. round. So. And then at 7-8, Cyanide, he's like, hey, anybody got Robert Woods? Right. Oh, that. wait, I see him. And I'm like, oh, man, Robert yeah. Woods is still available? Robert Woods was available, but, you know, he was another guy who I had no interest in because I didn't think they'd beat the Seahawks. What a done, right. But uh, it turned out to be good for him. He had a touchdown on four receptions, so yeah. that was a and good pick. they live to play another week. They do. So he's going to get more points out of them. Well, only one more week. Yeah. Let's be honest. And then at the turn, he gets his kicker with Mason Crosby. Which is fine. Good, yeah. good pick. Yep. Packers kicker. All right, so then we have the eighth round for James. At 8-2, he takes Sammy Watkins. Happy to get Sammy Watkins. Um, Otherwise, he was going to get Pringle. Three picks later than Pringle. <laughs> I'm not sure Demarcus Robinson even went, which is bizarre. No, you didn't. Um, Justine took, in the eighth round, she took her kicker in Jason Myers. Who got her 12 points, but he's out. got her 12 points, but he's out. Yeah. Well, not a bad pick yeah. in the second to last round. Oh. I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's just Pringle and MBS were terrible. I mean, you'd think the Seahawks kicker is going to be going for a while. Uh, Mitch took another player that multiple people thought was already gone in Justin Tucker for his yeah. kicker. Uh, so I was like that. Now, I will say Justin, Cucker, Justin Tucker <laughs> actually had a missed kick in this game, which is bizarre because that's not usually not what he does. But, how uh, bizarre. How, how bizarre. bizarre. Ooh, baby. And then you are up. Oh, I'm up. Yeah. Okay, so now I have my running back spots to fill. Like I said, Gus Edwards in my back pocket, Daryl Williams in my back pocket, but in my mind, Leonard Fournette was the clear choice. What I was thinking was, Brady is going to give them a lot of scoring opportunities. He likes the running back that can punch the ball in the end zone. And Ronald Jones, I know he went out of this, he didn't play in this game. I wasn't expecting that, but he has been banged up. He had like a finger injury or something. 
So I thought, man, Leonard Fournette in the eighth round, let's go. Let's see what happens. Turned out Jones didn't play, and he was beastly. And actually, also to think about Fournette, I mean, he's, he's a bigger back, right? And you've got Brown, you've got Evans, you've got Godwin, all who can stretch the field. You throw a deep pass, you get a pass interference at the one, you exactly. give it to Fournette. Yeah. And so it's I was day. thinking... Like once we were four or five picks in, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Fournette. Nobody's going to take Fournette. Yeah. He is not on anybody's radar. He wasn't on mine, I'll be honest. And, uh, and he was who I was thinking, and he was there. I took him at 8-5, and I was ecstatic about it. You are. He was even, who you thought he was. Even before he actually had the game that yeah. I had hoped he'd have. All right, Tadog in the eighth round took Emmanuel Sanders for his flex. I like that, although he had a horrible game. He did. Really horrible game, but, but it was a good pick, I think. Um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And then we got to you. And it was time for a tight end. Yeah, it was Finally. time for a tight end. <clears throat> so I looked at all my options at tight end. And I figured the Browns are going to be playing from behind. They're going to have to play catch-up against the Steelers. So I went with Hooper. Are you cold? Is that why you're dancing? And my back. <laughs> Back's tight. I'm sorry, buddy. And then I think I even put a puking emoji mm-hmm. <laughs> after Hooper. You did. You drafted... Austin, eight seven. Dave takes Austin Hooper puke emoji. That happened. You even said something like, "Oh man, I'm sorry." <laughs> well, yeah, because he just wasn't what I thought he'd be this but year. But he had a good game, and, points, and, and he, he gets another one. And he gets another one. Another. I hope he gets a couple garbage touchdowns. Well, game. and you had Gibson, Metcalf, and both your defense and your kicker both go out, so you needed a guy who was going to earn you another week. So, yeah. so that worked out well for you. It did. All right, final picks for Kurt at the 8-9 turn. Uh, he got his tight end with Jonu Smith. Now, you know, we're all big fans of Jonu Smith, but, man, he was bad. He was bad, but it was the right pick. I mean, he should have gotten picked, mm-hmm. and they very could have they could have beaten the Ravens, and then he would have gotten another game. It's just yeah. it's frustrating Jonu is not as involved as you want him to be. Uh, and then in his first final pick for 9-1, he, at his flex, he took John Brown. Again, I'm okay with that pick, but man, zero points. That was a rough. Yeah. That was rough to not get anything out no of him. No stats. No stats. So, um, you know, interestingly enough, about Kurt is every team he didn't have any week one buys. He had everybody playing in week yeah. one, which can be an advantage, or it could mean that you have teams that aren't as good. You just never know. That's but true. so we'll see how things pan out. All right, back to you. And Last I, pick. I finished with Steven Gostkowski. There weren't any other kickers left, so I went with him. And you are a weight on kicker guy. You, I've always been you a you weight on kicker. Even yeah. though they're fantasy relevant, I weight on kickers because there's always somebody worth taking. Mm-hmm. And Goskowski was a fine pick. Mm-hmm. I was personally, I'd rather go fifth round for the guy I really wanted, but yeah, I get it. I mean, he got me seven points, but sure I did. Uh, Tadog's final pick was the Chiefs' defense. Um, I like the I mean I like the Chiefs defense. I did consider saving them for my last pick. It doesn't yeah. they wouldn't have made it to me. Um, but I've I've had them in the past and that's been that's been fun because Mahomes gets them up by so much they can take more chances and there's more turnovers they can that. Unleash the house. Yep, they sure can. They've got some solid solid playmakers on that defense. Now, to me with my with my ninth round pick, I had one more running back spot to fill. So you've got Gus Edwards. I had Gus Edwards in my back pocket, Darrell Williams in my back pocket. Those were the main guys. But then there was one that I thought 
would might be gone by the time it got to me, and he wasn't. And he was a starting running back. Exactly. On De- a high-scoring team. Devin Singletary. And I didn't have any other Bills, and I think the Bills will get to the point where they're playing the Chiefs, so I wanted a share of them. And I was hoping that Singletary would make it, and he did. And now I've lucked out because Moss is out, and Singletary is going to be the guy. So I'm now I'm hoping that that leads to much more work for Singletary because he has not he hasn't been very active. He yeah. didn't have a very good first week, but I'm hoping that changes now that Moss isn't involved. In oh, it. totally. Yeah, that's a you've you're. I I lucked out. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've had a couple situations here that have really worked out well for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna we're gonna see if that continues. Lucky ducky. Thank you, uh, Mitch. Ninth round. Takes a takes a great uh, great injured yeah. gamble. He goes Cole Beasley, mm-hmm. um, who was the lesser of two evils between him and John Brown. So uh, he got him nine point two points, and he will play again. I wonder what Kurt's strategy was on taking John Brown over Cole Beasley because I considered Cole Beasley multiple rounds yeah. for my flex and decided I just didn't want to risk the injury. So the difference is Cole Beasley is a possession receiver, right? He's going to get the catches. John Brown's got the possibility of big plays. There's a difference. Yeah, but Beasley's been so involved yeah. that you can't really argue. I mean, you just you can't argue with that that involvement. You uh-huh. know? So I don't know, uh, Kurt can Kurt. If you're listening, call in. Call in, Kurt. Let us phone know lines. Thinking. Phone lines are now open. Uh, he may have told me what his thought process was. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, Justine, maybe her best pick of the draft. She took the Ravens defense at nine six. Truth. And I really liked that pick. Um, yeah. Again, kind of surprising they were still available, to be honest. Uh, it, but, but it wasn't about the de- – like, I like their defense more. I just wanted to commit more to the, buc- to the Buccaneers on, for the NFC side. Yeah. I like the Ravens defense more, but – so that was why I didn't take them. Um, and then James took his defense with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Another unlucky thing for him was that they went out, which is unfortunate. But, hey, they got more points than my Steelers did. They did. For the crying out loud – and Ugh. then, and then I really liked uh, I really liked Garrett's last pick. He took the Packers defense yeah, that's, with nine that's eight, a good pick. so that was pretty good. <laughs> because they're actually a sneaky defense. I mean, they'll force some turnovers, they'll get some sacks, so that's a good pick. Yep. Now, in true, now in true vampire team fashion, Kurt <clears throat> says to me, "Wouldn't it be fun?" If we tried to, if you try, have you considered trying to make a team from the leftovers and seeing if it will outscore? Oh, I don't know. If there's somebody's team in this league that maybe made some blunders and is really not has no chance of winning, is there is there a team you can make with the leftovers that would outscore any of the teams that were actually drafted? So Kurt says that to me. I go, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. It's fantastic. And after the wedding, he showed me after the games had already started. And I go, yeah, that's pretty much what I would have thought. Yeah. But I thought, you know, well, it wouldn't be fair for me to do that now because games have started. So I know certain players have done well and certain players haven't. So we're going to take Kurt's team of of leftovers. Yep. And we're going to go through that. Actually, let's go through these rosters really quick. So these are these are these are the rosters for the for the playoffs. So Kurt ended up with Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, James Conner, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas, Jonu Smith, John Brown, Saints defense, and Tyler Bass. Yep. And I've got Josh Allen, Cam Akers, Gibson, Devontae Adams, D.K. Metcalf, Austin Hooper, Nicole Hardman, Steelers D, Steven Gostkowski. 
Tadog ended up with Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, CEH, Chris Godwin, Juju, Eric Ebron, Manuel Sanders, Chiefs, and Lutz. And then my team was Mahomes, Fournette, Singletary, Lockett, Antonio Brown, Kelsey, Marquise Brown, Buccaneers defense, and Harrison Butker. And Mitch has Russell Wilson, Just Kidding Dobbins, Rojo, Diggs, Mike Evans, Jared Cook, Cole Beasley, Bills, D, and Justin Cucker. Tucker. <laughs> I called him Cucker. You really, did call I? him Cucker. Uh, Justine's team is Aaron Rodgers, Latavius Murray, Zach Moss, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Chase Claypool, Rob Gronkowski, Byron, <laughs> Byron Pringle, Ravens defense, and Jason Myers. I'm sorry. Did you say Byron Pringle? I just want to make sure. I said Byron okay. Pringle. And then James's team... Brady, Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, Deontay Johnson, Sammy Watkins, Robert Tunyon, Le'Veon Bell, Seahawks D, Ryan Suckup. And finally, Cyanide Man, our friend Garrett. We love Garrett. Tannehill, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Tyree Kill, Allen Robinson, Mark Andrews, Robert Woods, Packers defense, and Mason Crosby. You want to go through points so far for the first round? Uh, Sure. So, Cyanide Man... He's at 75.85. James is close behind at 74.35. Justine's at 53. 0.1. 0.1. Mitch at 90.8. Ralph at 65.8. But I will remind you that my Chiefs haven't played yet. Correct. Um, Tadog at 90.15. Dave! 109.9, baby. And you are just behind Kurt at 109.25. Yes. Now, we do know a lot can happen. And as your players get knocked out, you're, you don't increase as much. And I've, so, got, I've got four players out. So it's, mis- it's misleading early yeah. on. It's misleading early on. But I do but. have Devontae Adams, so I'm hoping that uh, that guy is going to carry me. And I will say for the record, uh, the only player I'd go out with was Tyler Lockett. I have everybody else still there. Yeah. So I may have a total of only 65 points. But, but come on. Come on. You're uh, you're Come in the driver's seat right now. All right, so let's hear uh, let's hear Kurt's squad of the leftovers. This is uh, this is man. this is HBO's The Leftovers. All right, this so, is the Vampire Squad. Quarterback Big Ben. Who's yep. Out? Running back Montgomery, who had 31 rushing yards. Gus Edwards. Terry McScorin. Corey Davis, who had a goose egg. Dawson Knox, who had a touchdown. And it's still and in. And still going. Cooper Cup, eh. Chris Boswell, and Titans D. So he actually had a lot of one and outs. Yeah, I was going to say, so this is really the best of, you know, these are all guys that that I thought, okay, they should be taken. But on the other hand, their teams aren't going to go. Right. Like Terry McLaurin and David Montgomery in particular, they're, they're such great players, but nobody thought their teams were going to win, and they didn't, and right. so nobody took them, right. which I, says something about people in this league knowing a little bit of what they're doing. But yeah. um, but uh, I, I, uh, I think, all, all joking aside, I think Justine's going to outscore the Vampire team. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, because that was too many, too many one and outs. And, I mean, Byron Pringle is still in it. He, Byron Pringle is and, still in it. I mean, in MVS, you think. Part of me wants to just give her Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle no, scores. she's got like, she's, She gets combined for the two of them. 
I'll give her Chris Connolly's points too. Um, anyway, so that was the results of the playoff only league. Uh, Dave, what was your, you know, for anybody going into something like, like what was your planning strategy for this? Like, what did you think going in? Did you have a strategy going in? I'll be honest. I really didn't have a strategy going in. Just went for it, huh? I had a lot of stuff going on when we were drafting. Yeah, we could tell. <laughs> and there were some players where I was like, oh, God, he's still there. And I didn't pick him. Yeah. So I I did miss out on a couple guys. I can see your strategy with you know leaning Committing. heavily on two teams. But I'm always about, unless I get a quarterback wide receiver stack – I don't want to invest too much in one team because, I mean, if the Chiefs have a really bad game, you if know, the you, Bucks have a really bad game next game. You know what it is, though? It's an all-or-nothing kind of thing. Yeah. I would rather commit to a couple teams, and if, if those teams go far, I win, is what it comes down to. Uh, in my opinion, if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, I'm going to win, yep. is, what, is the way I look at it. Um, so I would rather have that... Um, than kind of baby step around it and have a variety. Like, going, I'd rather commit. Go big or go You're home. going for broke. Yes, going for broke. Doing. Absolutely. So that is how I look at it. So for me, what I do, so first of all, I just list, I list the, the um, AFC and NFC playoff teams and the matchups and the, and the um, excuse me, the seedings. And then what I do for each position is I just write down I just make myself a quick list of I write down all the tight ends that are in the playoffs. I write down all the quarterbacks in the playoffs. I write down all the kickers and defenses in the playoffs. Defenses are easy because you just look at the list. Yep. Running backs and wide receivers, I just do like the the any that I think are worth considering. Basically, sure. anybody who's going to be valuable, I just get a list going. I, like I cross off as we go, and I just have starred ones that I'm considering. Yeah. And so I just cro- I just am. Like my my plan was always Kelsey first and Mahomes second, and then I had a couple pivot potentials from that, and then I had those back pocket guys, which is you know which is where I ended up going. So, um, but I think you know I think a lot of some of these guys who are new to this were definitely surprised. You know we weren't doing this on a we on weren't app. doing this on a yeah. site that had a list of available players. It was it, all it was freehand. All freehand. Yeah. So. You had to have some sort of a plan to just know who was available. Otherwise, you're really you're you have a potential missing somebody. And yep. for for the majority of this, I didn't feel like there were guys that were missed for longer than they should have been. You right. know, like like the Ravens defense maybe should have gone earlier. But like for the skill position players, they all went pretty much where they were supposed to. I thought it's true. I was pretty pleased with it. Yeah, it was fun. Um, should we take a break, come back with just a couple of, uh, couple of quick rookie comments, a couple of quick, um, uh, trade comments, just short third segment and be done. I'll be honest. My back is actually killing. Oh, right should we now. just wrap it up soon? If that'd be okay. Okay. We got seven minutes. So let's just yeah. make this quick. Okay. Uh, just very early. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Cause I'm dying right now. For hey, reason. listen, you remember the pods we did where I was in such pain. <laughs> I was neck, grimacing yeah. through the entire thing. I got a little tweak today, but it's not like what it was before. Um, and these aren't these aren't good chairs for it. Okay, twenty twenty one rookies. Yep. Who are you most excited about, and what are your super early thoughts about where they might go? You know, I am excited about the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith. Um, I would love to see him go 
Um, you know, if he went three to the Dolphins, holy cow, with yeah. him and Tua. That would be fun. But they need offensive line help. Right. Um, and I'm not sure they're beyond – I mean, at three, I'm not sure they wouldn't take a quarterback or at least trade too. something yeah. to do so, it. So. so they definitely have some options. Or, I mean, they could even trade back, get some more picks. You just never know. The, te- can, the Texans aren't high enough, but, man, yeah. Devontae Smith with Watson might be kind of fun. But there's some drama with that um, because – I don't know if you, you probably didn't hear this, but Andre Johnson – <laughs> yeah. And and Nuke have actually spoken out and they said that Devontae Watt or Devontae Deion, uh, Deshaun Watson, he should hold out, stick to his guns, and ask for a trade because the Texans kill careers, they both said it. Hmm. So I would not be surprised if Watson gets traded. I heard something about Watson for the one three going to the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Now that would be nuts. So the the NFL offseason is always it's going to be crazy. Blast. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I obviously I'm excited about Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. in Jacksonville. I think that's I'm just so happy he's not going to be with New York. Yeah. And I hope Justin Fields doesn't end up in New York. I hope that something else happens there. Yeah. Um, but the running backs, I think. Um, I think Najee Harris is just such a monster. We talked about him with the Steelers earlier. That would be super fun. Or even, I mean, the, even the Bears, too. Or the Bears. some just, A team that's going to pound him, you know, yeah. and just really, like, get him in there. Um, and then ETN, I mean, he's he's such a good pass-catching back. I mean, it would be really fun to see him with with somebody that would utilize him. Even, the, even him with the Steelers, too, with Big Ben. I mean, the Cardinals, I mean, they're not conv- they're not convinced with, with Drake, and Edmonds doesn't feel like he's their long-term yep. solution. Could ETN end up with Kyler yeah. Murray and the Cardinals? That could be fun. So, so there's a lot of different things there. But um, And then uh, we, we can save a lot of our trade talk, but I, I'll just say I, I, tried to, I was trying to trade Gurley mm-hmm. in the Corona May dynasty that I took second place. I didn't quite get over the hump. Oh, Ash. That's okay. Um, and so I was trying to trade Gurley and I put it out there. I basically said, Hey, if you, I said to one of beer bad, you make me a really delicious sandwich. I saw that. And Gurley's yours. You know, are you in that league? Yeah. Oh, you took over Barry's team in that league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I was, oh man, I was just trying to like, I was trying to get a second in 22 and a fourth in 23 or, or the other way around maybe. Yeah. Like this guy that actually showed some sort of interest, had a couple of really late picks. It ended up being he offered me a third. I think it's a third in 22 and a fourth in 23, something oh. like that. And I and I looked at his team. I'm like, okay, what young wide receiver could I get him to throw in that would still make the deal? Like, all right, Mel- Marquez Callaway. There's no way he will be the deal breaker. Yeah. So I added Marquez Callaway, and he accepted it. Right. So I traded away Todd Gurley for a third and a fourth, two and three years away, and Marquez Callaway for 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 Gurley. So for all broken knees. I think I you know I just figured I wanted to get something. I wanted to get something yeah. for him. Is what it came down to. All right, buddy. So old man Dave is really hurting over here. I don't know what I did. So we got to wrap this up, but uh, we really appreciate you being with us. This was a fun episode. I, I love talking about a draft. Yeah. I can't wait for draft season. I know. We have so many of these to talk about. And all the sleeper leagues we're yes. going to. Yes. No, I'm no, not doing no, it anymore. No. Nope. No more. Not doing that. Not doing Rookie that. Not drafts. doing that. Not Rookie drafts, not startups. Oh. 
All right, everybody, we will be back with you next week to talk about more of this good stuff. We'll see what the playoffs have in store. It's exciting. uh, This has been – oh, and you did not say the mystery phrase. I've got – oh, I've got about a minute. You didn't say the mystery phrase. The mystery phrase was referring to someone's son or someone's mom in terms of the players. Jalen Hurts' mom, Mrs. Disley's son. You didn't say it, but that's okay. I thought it was a pretty good one, though. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, next time, next time, next time. All right, everybody. The uh, P rhymes were father's. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right, everybody. Trips right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And I'm still Dave. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. We're going to do better next week. No, we won't. Bye bye. We'll try.